available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cut the Fourth didn't do my voice exercises, can't speak fast. Boop, 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 boop. Let's try that again. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cut the Foreplay. My name is Nadia Fabry. I'm your host for this and every other episode until the internet goes away. <sighs> Here is the schedule for today. Number one, we're going to talk about mediocre white women because I love mediocre white women in the media. I don't know, something about it is like perfectly underwhelming and I need to address it. Number two, Chet and Adele, if you're wondering why they're put together as a duo, oh honey, I'll get into it just a little bit later. And lastly, Stupid Criminals along with the Horny Book Club. Stupid Criminals is a maybe. Let's see, when we get there, if I feel like doing it, I'll do it. If I don't feel like doing it because I'm wearing cat pajamas today, then I won't do it, motherfucker. Also, why did I say Horny Book Club? Ah, you can take the girl out of the Middle East, am I right? Crickets. Welcome to the Honey Booklet. That was like offensive to myself right there. There's this fantastic video of Aladdin, but it's like if it was real and it's Brother Arabia on the magic carpet and he's like, Oh my God, I have to find that clip. Don't you dare close your eyes. Back in May 2019, the case dubbed Operation Varsity Blues before we even jump into that. Do you remember the movie Varsity Blues? It had the guy from Dawson's Creek. Also has three names. James Vander something. James Vander something. Uh, anyway, in the and Allie Larder. I think that's how you say her name. The one from Resident Evil. Is she from Resident Evil or is she from Final Destination? Or is she from both? I don't know. I don't know. I gotta think on this and I don't want to Google it because I'm not a professional so suck my dick. What was the point of that? Yes! So she does the whipped cream bikini. If you are under the age of 25, you probably don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Don't worry, just go look at your TikToks. So, Operation Varsity Blues shocked the entire country of the US of A and the world of higher education when it was revealed that Lolin and Felicity Huffman had been charged in relation to a massive nationwide college admissions cheating scandal. This is the content that I love. Like, something about it gets me so good. A woman from Full House and a woman from Desperate Fucking Housewives are in a real life scandal, honey. <laughs> Put on my floral apron. I'm here to serve you some tea. The massive scandal involved not only Lolin and Huffman, although theirs were the names that stood out the most, but also many other rich people and powerful people faking learning disabilities, falsifying sports photos, and bribing college coaches in order for their dumbass kids to get accepted to elite universities. Let's start with my girl, Felicity Huffman, aka Lynette Scavo, badass bitch on Desperate Housewives, an absolute power 
powerhouse and it's not in that like untouchable way she was the kind of powerhouse where it's like you see her go through her tumultuous life and you go through lows and highs with her which makes you respect her even more but real life Felicity gone dumb fucked up I'll tell you that so Felicity Huffman had completed her full sentence for her involvement in the college admission scandal more recently aka two Sundays ago or one Sunday ago she finished her sentence which included jail time community service and supervised release so in case you're wondering what our girl Felicity actually did according to court documents Felicity Huffman agreed to pay William Rick Singer whose key worldwide foundation hired various people to take tests on behalf of students who had falsified medical forms saying they needed extra time to take their ACTs or SAT tests individually after the judge sentenced her to 14 days Felicity Huffman said in a statement quote I accept the court's decision today without reservation I broke the law I admitted that and I pleaded guilty to this crime there are no excuses or justifications for my actions period unquote I she did something that was absolutely fucked up and then owned up to it and I really respect that and you must be like or maybe you're like yeah regardless of where you stand let me explain why I think because people should be allowed to change I think we should leave room for that without judgment or doubt. That's all I've got. (laughs) Oh, baby, baby. This is the juiciest part of all of it is the fact that earlier this year, Felicity celebrated the fact that her daughter Sophia got accepted into Carnegie Mellon University's most prestigious theater program. So after all of that, she was like, number one, my daughter's a dumbass bitch. She'll never get into school. Let me do a bunch of shady feudal shit to get her in there. Let me cause a worldwide scandal. (laughs) Let's move on to the second meeting white woman who was uh, part of the original Full House and then was in the reboot Fuller House, Lori Lolan. Now, Lori Lolan is uh, 56 years old and she's expected to serve two months in jail, pay a $150,000 fine and complete 150 hours of community service. Her husband has his own ish, aka he's 57 years old, five months in jail, $250,000 fine and 250 hours of community service. The couple have been ordered to report to jail November 19th, which is a week away. She said the following, Kuwata. I made an awful decision. I went along with a plan to give my daughters an unfair advantage in the college admissions process. Do I really say process instead of process? I've said that twice already. Nadia, check yourself, motherfucker. Process. Process. Guy? Excuse me, I don't know. Vase. 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 Who am I? Who am I? (laughs) That scene in Zoolander when he looks in the puddle. And then he yells it? God, that's classic. Where was I? What is this, a center for ants? How do you expect children to learn how to read if they can't even fit in the building? Nadia, get us together. Admissions process. There we go. Unquote. Lori Lowland said after the sentencing was announced that... Quote, I wish I could go back and do things differently. I can only take responsibility and move forward. I'm truly profoundly and deeply sorry. I'm ready to face the consequences and make amends. I thought I was acting out of love for my children, but in reality, it only undermined and diminished my daughter's abilities and accomplishment, unquote. I mean, absolutely yes, bitch. Now you finally fucking get it. Also, Fuller House did cut ties with her, which is absolutely nuts. And you must be wondering why that would be a thing, because you're like, that seems a little bit silly. They didn't murder or anyone or like blah 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 but I'm here to tell you that privilege is 
a very fascinating thing because I don't know if you've heard of the story of a woman named Kelly Williams Bowler. She served nine days in jail in 2011 after she was found guilty of using her father's address instead of her own address because she wanted her kids to go to a better school. I don't know if you know this, but like in North America, you go to the school that's in your neighborhood and she lived in a poor neighborhood and just wanted her kids to have a good education, but instead she got nine days in jail and she had to pay $30,000 to the school district. She said, quote, I don't think they wanted money. They wanted me to be an example. And boy, did the set an example because this is not the first black woman to go through this. Tanya McDowell got 12 years for sending her six-year-old to a different school because she thought it was better. She was convicted of first-degree larceny and stealing an education. <laughs> stealing an education. Our girl Felicity Huffman did 11 days and instead of 14 because of good behavior. I mean, I... Uh, my insides. If you didn't catch my point there, my point is the fact that if a woman of color has to pay $30,000 to the school district for wanting her kid to go to a better school and all she did was change the address, then Lori Lolan, <laughs> who's bribing people with $500,000 to get her kid into a school, can get fired from Fuller House Reboot and I feel okay about that. Speaking of people of color... <laughs> Let's talk about Chet Hanks for a little bit. You must know him as uh, Tom Hanks' kid. You must know him as the guy who drops new tunes upon SoundCloud. Number three, you must know him as the guy who tried to hit on Adele after she had the Bantu braids and the Jamaican flying as an outfit. He was like, get at me, boo. And <laughs> it was all a hot mess. But post the world realizing that Biden-Harris were gonna take over, this is the video that Chet Hanks, aka Tom Hanks' kid, aka Bantu braids loving man, had to say hey guys i just want to say that you know like now that trump's leaving office i think it's important to remember that he was the president so we should show some recite them ross donald no one rob would be boss man biden them ross boy goes kunamada I cannot believe that that's real life. And it's so atrocious that it, I can't look away. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think about it so often that I had to type his name into Instagram. And then I was like, Nadia, don't do it. Nadia, don't do it. And I went, just clicked on it. Now I follow him and I notice that people make remakes of his video and it's other white dudes that do it and I'm in a hole. I'm in a hole that I never want to crawl out of. This is entertainment at its finest. Chet! If your dad, who's older, at risk, gets COVID and survives and you still don't have an epiphany that you should probably get it the fuck together and not be a white man who speaks in a Jamaican accent when he's not from Jamaica, then honey, I... <laughs> I have no actual words from my face. From my face hole, my food hole has no sounds that it can make to make you understand what's going on on this green earth. That's probably his doorbell. <laughs> you, you ring it. And it's like, bada bang. Bada bang bang. I don't mean to be the person that does this, but officially starting a month ago to right now to forever, Chet Hanks is linked with Adele all the time, always, so I gotta put them back to back. Adele, our girl Adele, aka the lady that brought us 19, 21, and 25. Adele, 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 the same Adele that went to an award show earlier in her career and was peeing in the stall next to Jennifer Aniston. And when Jennifer Aniston said, Adele, I love your music, she went, thanks, Rachel, because she was really nervous. <laughs> That Adele is now officially dating, drumroll please, brrr, 
no that's not a drum roll joseph jr adenuga <laughs> if you don't know who that is let me tell you the story romance is in the air for adele and skepta joseph jr adenuga i don't think that's right but it's skepta she's dating skepta a source for people confirmed that the two are dating and that quote things have been heating up Woo! like microwave pizza kind of heating up or like you know Fisting. I have big questions here. Uh, apparently things have been heating up in the recent months. They run in the same circles in London and she's having fun. Now this is the first man that Adele has been linked to since her divorce in 2019 from her husband Simon. Good for her. I don't know what went down between her and her husband for them to not be together but a year and a half is sufficient time. No, I don't know. It depends I think on what the love was like but I think they have a kid together too. Damn, yeah, that's kind of quick. <laughs> but to be fair, I'm also a major slow mover, so I don't know what regular folk do. But Adele, I just want you to be happy. Live your best life, honey. Body roll forever. I'm waiting for that next album. Hopefully it'll be called 30 because I'm ready to hear songs about picking out furniture and buying your friends little stools so they can hike up their feet when they take a shit so they don't get constipated. Hoopin gets hard with age. It's true. Yes, yes, yes. And I know that we did a little uh, poll at the beginning of the year when the pandemic started. And I asked you if you wanted this podcast to be COVID free. And you guys said yes. And I said, ma, fucking yes, yes. I don't want to talk about the Rona. But this is allowed because it's Rona adjacent. There's a movie called Songbird that's coming out in 2021. It's about... <sighs> this is heavy. Okay, be ready. Immune to the COVID-23 virus, a courier races against time to save the woman he loves from a quarantine camp. And if you feel like that sounds random, wait for the palpitations you are about to get. Here's the trailer. Good morning, Miss Garcia. Good morning, sunshine. I miss you. I could kiss you right now. Yeah, well. Someday. Curfew is now in effect. All unauthorized citizens must stay indoors. Over Tensions rise as we enter the 213th week of lockdown. A grim new reality emerges. COVID-23 has mutated. Beginning thermal scan. Thermal scan normal. A horrifying new development new today. New data confirms the virus attacks the brain tissue. death toll rises to over 110 million. All infected Americans are being forced into quarantine camps. Sarah. Sarah, what's going on? Department of Sanitation. Sarah, talk to me. I think my neighbor has a fever. It'll be so much easier if you just open the door. Mrs. Grant, you have visitors. Sarah, do not open that door.
That's not what I was going to say. What time is it? It's time for the most neglected segment here on the podcast, Stupid Criminals. It's our vacation. Time of our lives. School's out. Scream and shout. Back in March, a woman in Burnaby, British Columbia, shout out to you, BC, gotta love ya, you half raised me. Tried to dine and dash from a restaurant, but instead of running out the front door like a normal petty criminal, she went into a bathroom and tried to escape by climbing into the ceiling vents. But like most of us know, the whole crawling through the vents move doesn't really work in real life, and the manager at the restaurant figured out what she was doing and called the police. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> They could hear as the woman was maneuvering through the ceiling and then she came crashing down right into the kitchen. No, the reason, I remember reading the story earlier in the year, but the reason that the story, the reason that I'm getting the giggle, the reason that the story is surfacing now is that several months later, the police released a video of the woman falling through the ceiling. <laughs> oh! God, it's so good. Nobody was hurt when she fell, but it was just full on like a sack of fucking like a sack of potatoes and it's giving me life. <laughs> she probably just had a cheeky burger and she was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm gonna go all out. And she's like, went into the washroom, took a cheeky dump and she's like, now I'm lighter. We're good. Rocky Balboa style. You put up her hoodie, go through the ceiling and then bah! <laughs> Oh God. Can't believe this didn't happen in Florida. It is finally time for us to start the Horny Book Club. This week and for the next few episodes, we're going to be diving into a book called Kissing the Coronavirus. A short story about a female scientist that falls in love with the coronavirus when she's supposed to be curing it. This book is written by MJ Edwards. The second part of this reiteration will be narrated by Anne Mora. Accompanied by Kamal Kaur as the protagonist and Nick Ndetta as the coronavirus itself. So without further ado, turn your lights down low. Turn on a candle. Set your phone on vibrate. Then sit on it and call yourself over and over again as you listen to this. Here's kissing the coronavirus.
Alexa gasped again, then covered her mouth as she realized she and Dr. Name I can't pronounce were not practicing social distancing etiquette. So, this is my only option, he said proudly. Dr. Ashington Ford, if the trial doesn't work, it's been an honor working with you. Alexa nodded and stepped back two meters. Then, Dr. Name I can't pronounce plunged the syringe into his arm and the blue liquid disappeared into his veins. There was a moment of silence. Alexa had never seen Name I can't pronounce in this way before. So brave. So selfless. Maybe she had misjudged him. Maybe. Maybe. He fell to the floor. Doctor! exclaimed Alexa with panic-driven fear. No! He yelled. Don't come any closer. I have it under control. For some reason, the lights flashed, wind whipped around the lab, lashing Alexa's hair back and forth and shaking her ample breasts. (sighs) There was a lot of sounds and shaking and Alexa's heart hammered harder than the time she was hammered by the carpet fitter. When he came to fit carpets in her country manner, Alexa edged back, pushing back until her back pushed his chest. He crawled around the back of his workspace as wind whipped up the lights, flashed again, then silence. The wind settled and Alexa's hair fell perfectly against her shoulders. Dr. Gertlin? She breathed nothing. Uh, Bob? Um, Bob? Who is Bob? Came a voice. Alexa blinked. Who? What? Bob? Uttered Alexa. What do you mean? I know no Bob. A hand clamped down on the workspace. It looked like a normal hand, except it was green. Dr. Gerlin, what happened to your hand? Wailed Alexa. I don't know who that is. Came a bellowing bellow that rattled the beaker and tinkled the test tubes. Around the lab, Alexa stepped away from the wall, her heart ravaging the inside of her chest. She took tiny steps towards Dr. Name I can't pronounce. Her breath short and sharp. A second hand slammed down on the surface and Alexa squealed. It too was green. There was a low groan, almost like a growl, which deepened and became a roar, a guttery, animalistic roar, so strong and powerful. It made Alexa's clitoris chudder with anticipation. Then, one detail at a time, Dr. Name I can't pronounce stood from behind the workspace to reveal himself. His strong brow, piercing blue eyes, supple lips, a wide jaw like the trunk of a car, bulky, thick, Shoulders, a flat stomach, a bulge in his trousers, the size of a medium-length python, legs and presumably feet. But Alexa can see those behind the desk. His body had grown so much, his lab uniform had torn. His thighs had obliterated his pants, muscle poking out like cheeky kitten. 
His pectoral muscles were so large and toned, they practically hummed. The tip of his penis winked out above his belt line, and Alexa was positive. He wasn't even erect. She couldn't stop staring, and it was green. In fact, all of him was green and he was covered in small green bumps which sciencey people like alexa called spike protein wait if he had spike proteins protruding from his body wouldn't that mean he was no no it it couldn't be possible no but it could be dr gertlin is that you asked Alexa. Are you in there, Dr. Gertlin? He shook his head. Bob? I don't know who that is, said the enormous green man. He was at least a meter taller than the name I can't pronounce, had been and almost twice as wide. Then who are you? asked Alexa. I don't know. Do you know who you are? I think so, he said. Or should I ask, what are you? He nodded, his bustling neck muscles contorting. Are, are, are you the virus? Yes, he said. You're a coronavirus? COVID-19? Yes. What? What happened to Dr. Gertlin? I consumed him. Why? The injection, the vaccine trial. How? He had the virus. There were traces of the virus in the vaccine. Vast traces. Adding them together created more virus than a man could handle. I'm the result. You are COVID-19? Yes. He had a sad expression. Alexa wasn't too sure what she felt. It wasn't fear. It wasn't anguish. It was intrigue.